Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Envision this. I walk into my bedroom. It's probably about 1 a.m. I'm a junior in high school, right? And my bedroom is is a long, it's long. It's a long (laughs) bedroom. And at the far other end is the snake cage, okay? So I had just received, um, this is not just true. I didn't just receive. Months and months, probably six months previously, I had received a snake uh, from my brother-in-law who was moving from college. He had graduated college. He was moving over to California to take a new job, and he was not going to take his boa constrictor. So he asked me if I wanted it. I was like, yeah, I want the snake. So I get the snake. He tells me, just feed it dead mice. Well, I can't find dead mice, so I have to feed it live rats. So the snake has grown uh, exponentially large in a very short amount of time. Snakes of these kind apparently are supposed to shed like twice a year. And this thing had shed twice in like four months. Because <laughs> I was feeding it too much probably. But I didn't know this. I mean, I, I kind of started putting the pieces together. But I'm walking into my room. It's late at night. I just got home from doing whatever I was doing. And I noticed the snake isn't in the cage. But it didn't necessarily occur to me anything was wrong at the time, at the moment. Now, what was was unique was that my whole family was home. So this was kind of like a rare occurrence. But my oldest sister, who had also graduated from college, she was home at the moment that night. My older brother, who was in college, he was home. My other siblings were home. So my first thought goes, hmm, I guess maybe my older sister has the snake because she she knew the snake. And so I go down to her room, and sure enough, she's asleep. I'm like, okay, hmm. So I go to my brother's room thinking, like, that'd be kind of strange of why he would have the snake out. But, hey, you know, teach their own. Knock on his door, open his door. He's you know, sawing logs, he's snoring away, he's asleep, and as soon as that, like, thought entered my mind of both of them are asleep, I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) So I go back upstairs to my room, and now this time, I'm walking in my room, like, tiptoeing, and from, like, a movie, I'm moving through my room, but I'm, like, looking, I'm working, I'm looking very slowly, I'm looking, like, underneath my bed, you know, I'm looking underneath. The, I had like a bench press in there. I was looking like look, looking through my weights. I was looking around. I was looking on the ground. You know, I just had this vision that I had this like this massive boa constrictor loose somewhere in my room, and he was gonna get me. Now, this snake, you know, <clears throat> over the course of the many months that I had him, had grown accustomed to me, right? And so from what I, the little, the limited research that I had uh, at the time 
was that, you know, if you handle the snake long enough, they get used to your smell and they get uh, comfortable with it. It becomes kind of their home. So I would literally sit in my room and do homework. You know, I'm in in high school at the time and I would just wear the snake. The snake would just slither around me. It would just kind of hang out on my shoulders. It would work us around my, around my arms and, you know, we were tight. We were, we had a, a great bond. Um, that's maybe a little foreshadowing. So anyways, I'm, uh, but for some reason I'm uneasy this, this, this night because he's not on me. He's uh, out of the cage and I don't know where he is. When I first got him, he was probably three feet long. Um, and probably an inch in diameter. Um, now he was probably six feet, maybe a little bit more in diameter. Uh, I'm sorry, six feet in diameter. <laughs> no, six feet in length and probably three inches in diameter. Like the dude was big, right? So as I'm kind of tiptoeing in the room, I'm like, look around and sh- and then all of a sudden so- something catches my eye a little bit of movement up in the corner of the ceiling right so all of a sudden i notice there he is the snake is actually coiled up in the corner of the room sitting on top of the uh he's on the railing that supports the the drapes okay so he must have gotten out of the cage and then worked his way kind of up the the window, the windowsill, and he's perched way up in the top of the ceiling. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I was like, oh, thank God. And there he is. I'll just grab him. I'll put him back in his cage. And what where he used to like hanging out was in the cage there was this like piece of glass that was kind of right at the very top of the cage so he would work his way up and actually just coil up in between the screen top of the cage and this glass now when I got over there I noticed he'd gotten so big he just kind of like ripped a hole open in in the screen like the screen was not anything all that you know (laughs) reinforcing it was like your normal screen door type screen right so he just kind of popped through that cool so there he is i'm just gonna grab him i'm gonna put him in i'm tired i'm gonna go to bed you know it's late so i grab a chair and i step up on that chair and i start to reach for him and he goes (sighs) like scary hissing right and his head is all like cocked up and he's like moving and, you know, slithering. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So I kind of reach for him and he snaps at me one time. I'm like, oh, damn it. I was like, come on, bro. It's me. What's up? Like, so I try to like kind of get my hands in there and he is not having any part of it. He's happy. He's happy to be out of the cage. He's happy just to be chilling up there. So I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? Um, I think to myself, well, I could just leave him and just close the door and like sleep somewhere else in the house and then come and do it, you know, get reinforcements in the morning. But I'm like, I know that if my parents, they were not keen on, on me having the snake. Right. And why, and why that is, is because it's grown so fast. I would take, I would have my friends 
and there'd be like four of us. We'd have this like kind of like UFC, MMA, like pizza party, right? Where we would have all of our camping chairs and we'd sit around the cage. We'd all have pizza, little Papa John's in hand. And I would pull out this live rat <laughs> and drop it into the cage. And then, and then you know, this this live rat has no freaking clue that there's a gigantic boa constrictor. You know, and as soon as I drop it in, the boa constrictor would, like, be laser on, focused on, like, this next meal, right? So that's probably why the snake wasn't super uh, gentle, <laughs> when it had gotten out and I was trying to catch it again, I had probably reinstated the, the natural uh, way of things as, as it relates to, to snakes. Cause now I had trained him to, you know, be like <laughs> a snake out in the wild hunting for its food. So of course we would be sitting there wa having pizza and I drop in the snake and we're all like, it's everything like you could hear a pin drop. Right. And I was like, the snake would like slowly move and the, and the rat's just oblivious, just kind of running around smelling. And then as soon as it get kind of relatively close to the snake, the snake would wham, bite it and like coil it up. And the rat would be screaming, you know, we'd be like, oh no. <laughs> oh man, it was such a high school thing to do, right? But then we'd watch this snake, you know, after it had suffocated this big freaking rat, just gobble this thing down and we'd all just be watching like mesmerized as we're also shoving pizza into our faces <laughs> oh man so no wonder the snake was growing in you know rapid time so i going back to the moment uh i'm like okay well i don't want to just leave him here so i actually go and i wake up my older sister i'm like katie snake's out i don't know how to get him so she comes up and she's like yeah, I don't know what to do. Let's let's call, uh, you know, I think he was her fiancé at the time, my brother-in-law, um, boyfriend, whatever. It doesn't matter. So we call him in California two hours earlier. It's still late, you know. Now it's like 11.30 his time. It's 1.30 my time. And he's like, uh, he wasn't very helpful. He was just like, what am I supposed to, what can I do to help you? Like, nothing. I don't know figured out and like hung up the phone i was like sweet thanks for your help so i call you know i wake up my bro my older bro and, <laughs> and he's you know asleep and he's like yeah not my not my problem i was like okay cool cool so my older sister's like i just suggest you close the door and we will call someone and get it figured out in the morning and so she goes to bed i'm like no i can't do this i have this sneaky feeling that if my parents know that the snake has gotten out and my, my youngest sister, you know, I'm what, like 17, she's 11, right? She's pretty tiny still. <clears throat> my, uh, I just know my parents wouldn't be happy about it. So it's like, I got to do this. So everyone's asleep again. Now it's like 2 a.m. I go down and I get a broom. So I grab the broom and I don't know exactly what I'm planning on doing. I'm just, I'm just thinking that I'm going to somehow be able to use the broom you know, as an extension of my arm, get the snake, pull it off, somehow get a hold of it, and get it back in its cage. Great plan. <laughs> it goes according, you know, exactly according to plan. So I get the broom, I've got my chair, <clears throat> and I'm up there, 
and I'm I'm just agitating them. I'm making it way worse, right? So I'm getting that broom, I'm trying to weasel the broom like in in between his, you know, whatever. I'm trying to get it up in there, up in the coils, <laughs> all up in there. Uh, and so finally, I I kind of have half of him. I have his head and and half of his body coiled around the broom handle, right? The other half of his body is now really <laughs> coiled around the railing, you know, of the of the drapes. So the more I start pulling on him, the more he's holding on to the railing. I'm gonna pull the railing right out of like the wall. I don't know if railing's the right word, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, whatever it is that the the blinds, the the drapes kind of slide across on. So the more I'm pulling on him, the more you know. I'm pulling this whole railing out of the the wall, and I'm like, oh damn it! Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this railing. I'm gonna break the drapes. This is not a good thing. <clears throat> so I actually kind of put him back. He like lets go. He finally. <sighs> so I'm standing there. I had put the broom down. I was literally just standing there on on the chair, kind of like thinking to myself, what the hell am I gonna do? Like I gotta do something. I don't know how to get this guy. You know, uh, like what I need is like one of those, like, well, I don't know, even know what I needed. I was thinking I was like, I need one of those like little grippy arm things that you see with like Steve Irwin or other professionals who have this like, you know, little grabber, right. That they can kind of just grab a snake. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I think I need one of those, which is not necessarily true. He just was having nothing to do with leaving <laughs> that spot. So I'm standing there and I'm just kind of like scratching my head when all of a sudden he starts to make a beeline for the other corner. So he starts slithering along this very thin railing, right? Um, And so he starts making, and each time that he would slither, like his head would come off of the railing. Uh, Like if you were to imagine an S pattern, along a straight line, you know, his head at times would be off the railing to the left of the railing or to the right of the railing, you know, next to the wall and then closer to me. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And as he's going, I just I just reacted. I was like, this is my opportunity. So, you know, like a, like a ninja, okay, straight out of a movie, he, I see my opportunity. He slithers, his head comes off of the railing closest to me. And all I do is fling my hand up and I snag him right behind the head. Okay. Snag him right behind the head. And in one second, the dude has let go of the entire railing and wraps my entire arm. Wraps his arm all or his my entire arm all the way up. And the last little bit of his tail comes around the back of my neck and around the front of my neck. Okay. Like a scarf. And just that little bit of his tail was so tight around my neck. I was like, <gasps> and I grabbed his tail and unra- you know, unraveled it from my neck. But dude, the guy was squeezing my arm like with strength I've never felt. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, oh my God. Um, and so I'm flexing as hard as I can. <clears throat> and so I, I was thinking, okay, if this gets worse or if he had gotten around my neck, I would have just more or less taken his head and slammed it into the wall. Like at that point, I was like, okay, this is just survival. 
I didn't because I wanted to save the the snake and I love the snake. But dude, the snake was a big boy, right? And this is the first time he's shown any aggression towards me, but first time I probably ever showed any aggression towards him. I'm the one who's obviously provoked him. So <clears throat> here I am, 2 o'clock, 2.30 a.m., <laughs> wrestling this gigantic boa constrictor in my room while the rest of the family is having, you know, dreams of sugar plum fairies and, and whatever else they're dreaming of. And I'm, you know, it's like something from uh, an Ace Ventura episode or, or scene where I'm like getting attacked by this massive snake, you know, flailing around in my room while everyone else is peacefully asleep. And so I'm like, Oh shit. Oh shit. You know? So I, I'm trying to unravel this snake, you know, from around my, my arm, but it's kind of difficult. Right. And he's, you know, hissing. I don't want to get too close to his head. So, I'm trying to unravel. I can't do it because every time I unravel it, I I ultimately have to like let go of his. Uh, it's hard to explain, but ultimately he kept on being able to ravel himself back up. <clears throat> and he's getting he's getting he's gripping it, gripping my arm tighter and tighter and tighter. I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna rip off my arm, like for real. Like I'm thinking my arm is probably gonna go asleep, and when it goes to sleep, I'm gonna have to let go of you. And then you're going to get away or have your way at me, right? So I'm like, okay, this ain't working. So ultimately what I ended up doing is putting my arm back into his cage. So he kind of smells. And and I put his head down on the very base of the cage, which was kind of like astroturf. And I just let go. I just let go. So I kind of just created an arch where my fingers and my thumb were on the on the astroturf. And I let go of his head. And then very, very slowly. Like, have you ever done one of those uh, machines at the grocery store? I used to do them every once in a while. It's like, a, like, you know, your blood pressure checks your heart rate, all that stuff. But it's, you know, it, you stick your arm in the cuff. And then the cuff gets super tight around your bicep. And then over time, it's just like, tss, 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 it like slowly lets go. You know what I'm talking about. Especially with the sound effects. You get one, right? Yeah, exactly. Super accurate. But that was basically what I was experiencing for the next half an hour. The dude took a half an hour to slowly let go of my arm, right? So he just slowly starts slithering forward from my fingers. And over the course of half an hour, does he finally let go of my entire arm? I put the cage top back on. Of course, now there's a huge hole in it. And I ended up taking all my weights that I had there in my room, like these plates, and stacking them kind of on top of this huge fish tank cage. So, oh man, oh, I ultimately get them, you know, in there secure. Uh, you know, full well. I didn't sleep very well that night. I had so much adrenaline coursing through my veins. I was hopped up. I was like, oh shit, that was amazing and scary and adventurous and everything else. So. You know, the next day I actually go to Home Depot and I get like chicken wire, you know, a lot, a lot more of a, a stronger and I reinforce that whole cage and my parents never actually find out that he got out. But my arm, my left arm, granted, I don't throw with my left arm, but my arm was so sore the next couple of days. I felt like I had pitched like a seven inning game, right? So I, you know, played baseball throughout my life and. If I went the distance and I pitched the entire game, my arm would be pretty shot the next, like, three days. 
that's literally what I felt <laughs> the next couple of days because the thing was squeezing my arm so tight. And then I was, you know, in response, flexing my arm as hard as I could. Like, go ahead, do that. Try flexing, set your timer and just flex as hard as you can for a minute, for five minutes. It's like ridiculous. It's it's like just resistance training. So, oh man, what a story. Ultimately, we don't keep the snake because my parents took the one the 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 soonest opportunity <laughs> to not be the bad guy. There was an insurance agent that was coming through the house, um, giving us a quote, I guess, and he saw the snake and he's like, Oh hell no. He's like, We will not cover you when you've got like an exotic pet in the house because it could, you know, it could get my little sister or one of her friends. So my parents were like, Oh, so sorry. We're gonna have to get rid of the snake, and they were like not bummed about it. They were happy about it. I was like, I was pretty bummed because I really did like that snake. So we gave the snake away, and we got a dog, the best dog that we've ever had. And we had that for a couple of years until my mom backed over it and killed it in the driveway. But that's another story. So thank you for joining me <laughs> for this amazing journey of uh, the Johnny King Show, and the uh, crazy escapades of my exotic pets. So, hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you again. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Later. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.